Do you want to just get all the Chernobyl memes out of your system? <laughs> um. Well, uh, I mean, I think I've pretty much sort of peppered the general conversation of the six hours of footage that we've... I mean, I've edited out a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I know, you bastard. <laughs> just because they, they didn't fit. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. You, I, know, I know you'd edited a lot of them, uh, a lot of them out. I'll, I'll try and get some in the second. It's because one. you're delusional, you must go to the infirmary. Ah! <laughs> son of a bitch. Which character is son of a bitch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done. Welcome back to the Shipping Forecast. I'm James. Joining me is Grace. Hello. And Nick. Uh, hello. And today, we're going to be talking about Good Omens, the Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman ser- one, one book that got adapted into a series by the BBC and I think Amazon? I think so, yeah. It was Amazon. And you really pronounce his name Gaiman? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's Neil, Neil Gaiman. Oh right, I thought it was something else. Never mind. I've I've heard people say Neil Gaiman. Yes. But yeah, that's what I thought it was. I think I've heard both. Okay, quick quick tangent. I'm just gonna go on YouTube, and I'm gonna hear what he says his name is. It's, I've um I've had an idea. If we do get it wrong all the way through uh, this podcast, we're not editing it through again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dubbing myself over. Well, no, better still. Better still, we could just like edit in just me saying Austria every now and again. <laughs> right, hold on. Oh, no, I need to find him saying it himself. What if he doesn't know how to say his name? I'd hope he knows. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to say my name. Uh, I'm not going to say it for the... Grius. That's how you say it. <laughs> Grius. Grius. <laughs> <laughs> you make yourself... It's fucking Grice, mate. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he's, he's corrected himself on Twitter. So is it Gaiman or Gaiman? Apparently it's pronounced Gaiman. Gaiman. So, Neil Gaiman. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, well. I apologise, Neil Gaiman. If he wants to roll with that, then who are we to argue? Yeah, so. Well, mostly focus on Terry Pratchett, because I know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> or so you think. Oh, te- Terry Pratchett. <laughs> Terry Prochet. Terry Prochet. <laughs> but yes, apparently it's Gaiman. And talking of Gaiman, the fanships for Good Omens tend to be... <laughs> Gaiman. I mean, gay men. Tend to focus on the gay men. Aziraphale and Crowley. Do they? What a fucking surprise. Funny that. Well, that's a surprise, considering we've just done an entire, uh, an entire sort of like series arc on the world's worst nuclear disaster, and the only ships we found were gay. Mm. And we've gone from a almost apocalypse to another averting an almost apocalypse, because that's more or less the plot of Good Omens. I think it's going to be a common thing that we're barely going to find any heterosexual shipping. Yeah, I can believe that. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> Yeah. It it does yeah, it, it does seem that way. It's almost as if this site was geared towards that way. I find it amusing that Doctor Who was the straightest considering what the BBC show is like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that might be the last time we see any heterosexual pairings. 
but who knows? Well, we'll keep going. We may find some things. I know we're going to find some things. We should do an alarm button every time we do actually find a heterosexual. Well, we need a, like, oh my god! A special sound effect for heterosexuals. Woo! The straights, they're here! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, they just snuck their way in. Saying that, so having read the book and watched the TV show relatively recently, I watched it at Christmas, um, I wasn't that big on the two main heterosexual couples in the show. <gasps> what do you mean, her? Nothing. I was gonna say, that's, is that that shocking? Well, they weren't the main characters, so it didn't really matter, did it? No. Well, um... Mm, uh, no. In the books, Anathema and the guy whose name I'm blanking on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that they were more important in the books. Okay. Mm. So we should probably talk about like how our relationship with the show. So I have both watched the show and read the books. Grace, I believe you've only watched the show. I I think I read the book a horrendously long time ago to the point it's no longer in memory. So yes, I'm going on what I've seen of the show. Okay, and Nick, you haven't seen either, have you? No, um, the thing is though, um, it's something I've been wanting to watch but I've never got round to because to be honest, um, I've seen the trailer and... From what I can work out with the, uh, from what I can work out from the trailer, it's David Tennant with long hair tooling around in a nineteen thirties Bentley, and to be honest, that's that's kind of the lifestyle I aspire to. Mm, it's pretty much just that, and occasionally Michael Sheen is there as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's basically the lifestyle I could only dream of. Yeah, slight fictional religious undertones and uh, Satan being played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, very briefly. Thank God. Oh, oh, God is in it too, as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. She is the narrator. Now that sounds like a party. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll enjoy this. So, with that in mind, shall we dive in and have a look at the fix? Uh, yes. Yeah, go for it. Um... So, um, how do you guys want to do this? Do you want me to screen share, or do we want to be looking independently? Bit of both. I think... It might be worth looking independently, because whenever you screen share, it looks like it's being filmed on a potato. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's fair. Are we are we going Good Omens TV or Good Omens Neil Gaiman and Terry? I have Good Omens Neil Ga- Gaiman and Terry Pritchett. And if some, if you want to look in the other one, that's even easier. I'll, I'll go on TV. Okay. Well, I've, I've got the book, and we'll see if that comes up with anything different. It's still going on explicit, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I didn't filter to explicit. Let's have a look at that. <laughs> well, I have specific tastes. So there's one I have here in the meantime. It is completely in Chinese, so I can't. we can't read it. The only bit that isn't Chinese is the summary, which is translated. Or rather, it's not fully translated. The... The Chinese bit contains the word AU, but the English bit is, you got angst in my porn, you got porn in my angst. <laughs> Swag magic. And I may, I may have to send this to a colleague of mine to see if she can translate this to see if it's any good. <sighs> she won't reply to you ever again. You never know. Oh god, okay, I found something 
else. This was just titled uh, Not Safe for Work, Good Omens Art, number 23. Oh, art. 23? Yeah, would you like to, would you like to see something disturbing? Not particularly, but I'm sure you're going to show us it anyway. Just do it anyway. I've, I've posted it. Uh, oh, you got making us fucking click on it. Well, I can't... Oh, I hate you. Oh, oh! It's okay. No, I've done it. I've already clicked it. My poor computer is trying to load it. Okay, yeah. That's in my search history now. Are you happy now, Grace? <laughs> I... Ah! <laughs> no, I don't like it. So for the listeners who aren't willing to click on the links in the show notes, there is a man with long hair who I believe is meant to be Crowley. He's half snake from the waist down and he's got two penises. And then there's a busty woman who I think is Aziraphale. Who fucking knows? It's hard to tell. Doesn't look anything like Aziraphale, personally. And she is tickling one of the two penises. <laughs> What do you suppose this represents as an art as an artist, Grace? Uh, I what? <laughs> Don't bring my art into this. We're not doing we're not doing art critiques, especially on that. <laughs> <laughs> I second what Nick says. Besides, this is this is this is about fucking. This is about literature. Come on, we're not doing visual. Why would you do visual stuff? On a podcast. That That is fair. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> when we get the YouTube channel, maybe we can do that. No. Oh, God, no. No. There's a lot of fan art here, actually. I just found another one. <laughs> it's, I, I found something which is interesting. Azurafel has a vulva. Fucking... Oh, I'm sorry, it's just a tag. Why did you oh, post it twice? Sorry, I meant to click. <laughs> I meant to send a different one. I'm sorry. Ah, God, it's there again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, I meant to send this one. Oh, thanks. That's even better. God's <laughs> sake. That is better. That is objectively better. Right, we need to put pictures of cats all on this just to cleanse the fucking... Oh God! This is this is um this is a new experience because you're actually ruining something before I've even fucking watched it. <laughs> so brace yourself for this. I've actually found a het a popular heterosexual couple. <gasps> Bullshit! Have you? I I think they're heterosexual in this. Huh. They are generally heterosexual. Generally, but not genuinely. I refer to Beelzebub and Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot people ship them. Who, for the most part, is heterosexual. Some people have portrayed Beelzebub as non-binary. Yeah. Which, which kind of adds up from the portrayal of Beelzebub in the show. Honestly, I... I think it's gender is fly demon. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's not really. A... She was played by a woman in the show. Okay. But I can see why people are taking it as like a non-binary. Very androgynous. But yeah, that's that's one that's here. Cool. We've actually got one. It seems quite popular. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Now, now we need to cut like a sound effect. Um... Yeah, we'll get talking to Matthew. I'll just send him the prompts. We need a sound for light the straight beacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm thinking maybe like an air raid siren or something like that. 
I was thinking like trombone, like the straight beacon. Da, 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 da. Oh, here's, here's an idea. We just get um, we just get Mike to record himself saying, "I fucking love women, me." Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop and talk about football. <laughs> <laughs> I have found I have found another one possibly. Um, in fact, I'm willing to bet that if we click on this uh, this person's username, I'm willing to bet that all their right is good omens fanfic. Okay, why why do you say that? Because because their uni- their username is the underscore Bentley. Okay. As far as Grace has told me, the Bentley's kind of a big deal in good omens. Yes. So yeah, I, I think they're going to. In fact, I'm I'm going to click on them now and do my own research. Uh, yeah, good omens, good omens, good omens, good omens, good omens, uh, good omens, good omens, good omens. Yeah, it's uh, it turns out I was right. Both books and TV, apparently. So, do you wanna do you wanna link them? <laughs> I've I've uh, all right. It's an official fandom because I found a a megaverse one. Because of course I have. Oh no! Seared into skin by vagabond. Ooh, we need to search for... Ah, this person has done 38 Good Omens titles and one Harry Potter. That's commitment. And that Harry Potter is a crossover with Good Omens. Of course it is. Round of applause. Where Crowley is teaching the, I think... What, Defence Against the Dark Arts? I'd assume so. Well, it would be. It would be. Actually, he did. Yeah, David Tennant was the, briefly the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Yeah, he was playing Mad Eye Moody, wasn't he? In Goblet of Fire. Yeah. He he was. No, hang on, hang on. Was he? Hang on. He was. Yeah, he was. It was before he was Doctor Who as well, or during. Um, he was, but he didn't look like that, did he? Hang on. Bad things happen to wizards that mess with time. Yeah. Are you sure it was before? I swear it was during. It was definitely close. No, no, sorry, hang on. He didn't, um... Yeah, he did, because he took Polyjuice Potion to disguise his... Yeah, I remember now. I remember now. So Goblet of Fire came out 2005. David Tennant became Doctor Who in 2006. Ah. Because Christopher Eccleston was the Doctor in 2005. Okay, I'm with you now. So, when you think AUs for angels and demons living together, what do you think? What's the first? Coffee shop. Okay, no, good. This isn't quite a coffee shop. No, I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think heaven and hell. Okay. I think, um, I think Dan Brown, because he literally wrote a book called Angels and Demons. Oh, okay. Those are good guesses. I do, in fact, have here them... Starting university in 2010 at Western Carolina University in North Carolina. Okay, specific. This is very specific. This is Peaches, Apples, and Forbidden Fruit by Jam Girl. There is no I in Jam Girl. This is about Crowley and Aziraphale as sorority sisters. As what? (laughs) Sorority sisters. What's that? It's like a gender-flipped frat boy. Uh, you know, Pitch Perfect. They're kind of a sorority sister group. Well, no, they they do they do have sororities in America. That's a real thing. Oh yeah, that is. I'm just giving examples. Grace would know. I mean, it's set in America, isn't it? 
This... Oh yeah, Good, o Good Omens is... No, Good Omens is Britain. I was talking about the fiction. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, this is set in specifically North Carolina in August 2010, freshman year. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I'm willing to bet that because of this fan fiction, we could work out which university Jam Girl went to. Oh. She actually she meant she mentions in the summary that she lives in North Carolina. Of course she does. So this is some authentic southern southern content. <laughs> More than just the setting, the story is really personal to me. I'm thrilled to share it. So that's the thing. Um, southern is very different in America as it is to Britain. Yes. It's kind of flipped. Like, when we think Southern, we think, like, London and... I don't know. Yeah. Hoity-toity. Yeah. We think city slickers, angry, uh, divided between rich and poor very heavily. You're either in a suit or you're wearing white with a hat and you're uh, glassing people because you're bored. Yeah, hoity-toity, everything's too expensive, everybody's very rich, and everybody's very rude. Yeah, that's another one, yeah. Whereas the south of America is kind of... Yeehaw. It's, it's like the north of England, really. <laughs> is it? Yeah, everyone's a lot friendlier. What? Well, it's you, you, say, you say that... Yeehaw. You say that, it depends what particular brand of redneck you get. I don't think Yorkshiremen were particularly uh, redneckish, or... Or, I don't know, adverse to different people. <laughs> Have you seen Orchard Park? She's not seen Orchard Park. It's, yeah, this is this is where people nick mopeds for fun. And where at least one person um, on the council estate will own a quad bike. For no reason. He'll just have a quad bike. He'll never take it off-road. He'll just ride it around the estate with no helmet on. That's that's pretty redneck. That is pretty, pretty redneck. Okay. Incidentally, if we want to be very lazy about peaches, apples, and other forbidden fruits, they have already recorded it as a podcast. Oh, shit. We could just copy the audio. Sod it, we don't, have to, we don't need a job anymore. We can just put hers on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, uh, oh, James, you can do some snipping. Hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's, uh, now the, uh, the shipping forecast regrets to inform you that we have an unfortunate announcement. The rest of this podcast will be rep replaced with snippets from the podcast by Jam Girl, as we've realised that this, th this sort of thing has already been done before. It's a lot easier to just copy it. <laughs> we won't do that, though, just to clarify. Like, that, that's not on the cards. That would be a tiny bit illegal, I think. Nah, Jim, Jim needs something to do on the fucking weekends. I scroll down, and a popular tag seems to be, uh, <laughs> Aziraphale has a volume. Huh. It's just, it's cropped up three times in different tags by different people, and it's starting to scare me. <laughs> Does that count as a heterosexual ship, then? Depends if it's, um, uh, intersex, I guess. Yeah. I suppose with Angels and Demons, it's difficult to kind of pin these gender things down. Uh, angels and Demons officially aren't supposed to have gender at all, or above it or below it all. So, I mean... And yet these two are not. So I've got an arranged marriage one, where Crowley is an Omega, Omega even. Aziraphale is an Alpha, which is a very, very interesting flipping dynamic. Yeah, that's different, because... 
Aziraphale is not typically an alpha male in the traditional sense. No. And so we've got mating sequels and he scenting. I don't know what the fuck scenting is. I assume it's I assume it's something to do with the pheromone aspect of this weird kink. Yeah, it's fluff, angst, weird biology, but honestly I don't go into a lot of detail. Uh, why are you writing it? Uh, a lot of it is a giant shrug. Crowley has a penis. Zerophel has a penis. I'm getting. I'm glad slick isn't an official tag. It probably shouldn't be, but it isn't. First time Crowley is a virgin. Beaters exist and are valid. Oh, good to know. Her... That's, that's really <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm glad someone that you know they're never really the main feature in these things, are they, Beaters? Oh, I found one where everyone's got a vulva. Fantastic. <laughs> Please tell me that's the title. No, it's called Blood... <laughs> no, actually, the title's quite strange. It's called Blood and Straw by Hope Coppice. Coppice? Coppice. I don't know. C-O-P-P-B-I-C. Do you want us... Yeah, co- send it yeah over? Coppice. It's Coppice. Oh, shit. I'm looking at it on my phone because my computer's so damn slow I can't do anything with it. Okay, that's useful. Uh, what was it called again? Blood and Straw, which is a very strange. Let's see. Unexpected baby, implied childbirth, reluctant surrender of child. Everyone's what? got a vulva, everyone's got a penis. Oh, of... ha- angst with a happy ending. Ga- and also, Gabriel is still a penis. <laughs> nice. Oh, a vulva. Right, okay. Oh, shit, there's 20 whole chapters. Nick. What? Did you think she said Volvo? Yes. Oh, Nick. Oh my God. He'll never find it. I, just, I was just. Like... He'll be in the local garage. <laughs> Where's I was Volvo? Just like, I was just. I was just picturing like Crowley turning up in this like brand new estate <laughs> carriage. It's like, oh yeah, I got a good deal by trading in the Bentley on this Volvo V70 or whatever. <laughs> oh God, I can't take you anywhere. Nick, I think I've, I think I've got you here. Oh god, here we go. This fic is called Bentley. It is. And the tags are Aziraphale Crowley, Crowley's Bentley, Sentient Car, and the Bentley ships it. Oh my god, the Bentley has a mind of its own and ships the two. Yeah, Nick, this is up your alley. It's done by the car's perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually yes. It's... <laughs> This is 1,300 words from the car's perspective. It's from the car's point of view. This is your fan fiction. So, we've, yeah, we've, um, we've started with uh, all this bombing and stuff, and we've ended up with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Ah, here we go. The Bentley and Crowley. There are 48 fics with the tag, the Bentley and Crowley. Statistically, I'm sure we'll find one where he has sex with a car. Okay, here's one. This this contains a power triangle, like three iconic characters that you really think of working together to fight the forces of darkness. You've got Aziraphale, a mighty angel with a sword of fire. You've got Crowley, the snaky demon, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. 
This is Good Omen 669, Replacement of the Beast. <laughs> Summary, Aziraphale, Crowley, and Taylor Swift. Find out how the three of them have a little hand in the ineffable plan. Yeah, somebody's reading that. I know... <laughs> yeah, no, this is going on the... <laughs> If if I have to if I have to read the two car sex ones, then you guys are gonna have to fucking read the uh, the Taylor Swift one. Taylor Swift saving the mankind, yeah. Chapter eight is called "Fucking Buildings Sideways." Ah, oh, that'll be the sixty-nine vertical then. Hold on. So yeah, so these are written for prompts, right? People have asked for this specifically. So the prompt was historical events, and they got fucking a building. Was it the Wall Street crash? <laughs> or the f- no. or the fall of the Berlin Wall? Oh god, maybe. Put it this way: that tower wasn't always leaning. Oh, for God's oh, sake! For God's sake! I was going to say, I may have found one which is worth looking at, um, and this is literally just from the titles again, um, and the summary. Um, but anyway, it's called Roomba of Doom. Yes, link it. Right. Um, by uh, Gay Demonic Disaster, and in brackets, in brackets, Scrappy Challenge. <laughs> Scrappy Challenge. Nick, link it. Link it right now. <laughs> I love Scrap Heap Challenge. <laughs> That's right, okay. It's it's coming over now. But um the summary goes on to say um Oh my god uh, to say uh inspired by a meme, uh Ouija board rugs, it's all fun and games until the Roomba accidentally summons a demon. Oh I see the name in the name in Brah sorry, I thought it was a crossover. I know, I wish I between... wish it was a crossover. Between, so it's like Azurpil and Crowley competing on Scrap Heap Challenge <laughs> versus, like, Beelzebub. <laughs> oh, that would have been so... Is, ooh, actually, is there a Scrap? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just no, gonna... I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, I don't want to get too sidetracked, challenge. but... We may have to do a Scrap Heap Challenge. If, if it's a notable fan, it's not. It is not a notable fandom. I'm sorry, Nick. There's... Yeah, and neither of them are Scrap Heap Challenge related. There is, there is two. One's primeval, yeah, like one's, one's red dwarf. Um, yeah, one's primeval, one's red dwarf. Yeah, which we'll probably cover when we come to the red dwarf episode, which we're doing. Primeval was the tits, though. I never saw it. I really liked Prime. Oh, it was. It was. It wasn't good, but it was enjoyable. It's yeah. It's a, I never saw Primeval, but I'm a big fan of Scrap Heap Challenge. So, I have here one with the tag Autistic Aziraphale. Oh yeah, go on. Uh, it's called Flower Beds and Fertile Soil. Grace is on the autistic spectrum, for those listening at home. <laughs> yeah, just put that out there quickly. <laughs> yeah, just so you have a pass on saying things like that. Oh yeah. Don't, don't hate us. So, uh... They could go. They could do anything, go anywhere, all without the worry of above and below making a fuss. Azurafel opened a bookshop in town where he sold books. Th- this just sounds fluff. This sounds mostly fluffy. It's also got an Mpreg tag. So it's not only got uh, Mpreg, but it's got Asperger's as well. Yes. 
Autistic Aziraphale and Empreg. Oh god, I found another one. Another one. Well, it's called uh, Dad Bob. Oh! <laughs> right? Okay. And um, the summary is, Crowley wants a child more than anything, but his current body weight isn't ideal for carrying a baby for nine months. So with a little planning, a lot of praise, and mutual kinks, he and Aziraphale get his weight up. Wait, get his weight up? Up, yes. He needs to gain weight to get impregnated. Apparently, yes. It's... The, the tag... Is this Crowley? Is the, yes. Getting pregnant? It's the tags are uh, Aziraphale uh, slash Crowley, obviously. Um, belly kink stuffing. This is kinky, uh, South Dan's cottage and pregnancy. Oh, it's a feeder fic. Oh. Oh, God. We found our first feeder fic, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, you send that over. Here, here we are. We fucking arrived. Um, <laughs> the train has end the station. I'll I'll be honest. I've always wanted to date someone who has a feeder fic. A feeder fic. A feeder kink. You want to be the person being fed. Yeah, but yeah. What's What's wrong with that? <laughs> No, on, honestly, after I've that had, sounds great. It's, after I've had after I've had a load of food, the last thing I want to do is that. Well, yeah, there is that. Well, you got to have a nap afterwards, and then you have sex. Well, well, that and like, if you're eating, you're full, and you've pretty much got your partner who is acting on behalf of your grandmother, tr- still trying to shovel more food down you. You tell her to piss off. But when you put it like that, it sounds weird. But if she... but that's what it is. But if she or he is a good cook, is a good cook, then win-win. Yeah, but you've you've still only got so much capacity. That's just in one. Yeah, I guess. In one fell swoop, Grace has just fucking ruined Jim's feeder fetish. Yeah, I mean, it was never a fetish. It was more a oh, that sounds nice, you know. You don't. Yeah, but what if it was vegetables? You'd never eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> He's just imagining fucking cake, isn't he? You have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've just. You would have the misfortune to date a vegan feeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You'd find one though. You would. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, but only vegetables and gluten-free things. So I guess I'm volunteered for the feeder fic. No, you volunteered yourself. I mean, we never said anything. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, I do. Off, off I... you go, mate. You crack on. Quoting with you, oh, yeah, that sounds great. You're you're into it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's why I volunteered myself. Oh, dear. Ahem. Uh, I found another one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay, so so the uh, the title is orchestral maneuvers in the dark, right? But what? Okay. But what is this going to be harrowing as well? It's, well, to be honest, it's um uh, what what drew me to it was the tag. Um, okay, it was was the tags and the tags go. Um, Aziraphale and Crowley, um, masturbation, light angst, happy ending. Uh, Crowley has a sad wank in the bookshop and is nowhere near as stealthy. <laughs> Sorry, finish that. Sorry, say that again because I was busy laughing at your Middle Ear sentence. 
Yeah, it gets it gets better if you didn't hear that. It's uh, Crowley has a sad wank in the bookshop and he's nowhere near as stealthy as he thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> Send that over. <laughs> yeah, I like that tag. Oh god. That's art. I'm I'm curious about Crowley having a sad wank in a bookshop. I'm just curious where that is. Oh. Crowley came with a sob and a gasp. Face pressed so deep into a Xerophel sofa, every breath was filled with the scent of angel. Fire down his spine, blinding light behind his eyelids, and a blissful release of all the tension in his aching muscles. It was good. So good that for a moment Crowley forgot where he was and just let himself ride the wave of endorphins that carried him away to a soft, neutral place where he didn't have to think anymore. Because that's what all that's what all people want to not have to think anymore. And then came the fall back down to earth and the creeping shame. Is this a synopsis, or are you just reading? I'm just reading the sad wank because I think that's all we need. (laughs) And then came the fall back down to earth and the creeping shame that spread outwards from the stickiness in his hand and penetrated deep into his soul. Even for a demon, this was low. What is it? Couldn't keep doing this. (laughs) He banished the mess in his underwear with a flick of his wrist. If only getting rid of the guilt was that easy. Oh no, come on, we're back at the sad old men again. I don't know, he's going to get disturbed, isn't he? Garam. With a deep sigh, Crowley rolled onto his back and stared blankly at the cobweb ceiling. After the pleasure faded, all that was left was an ache between his ribs that couldn't seem to shift. Heartache, maybe, if Crowley had a functional human heart to call his own. And that was the sad wank in the bookshop. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, I, I saved us reading. Where's the Where's the not as stealthy as you should have been or whatever? Oh, I think Aziraphale walks in, maybe. Or maybe the bookshop's open and there's, like, people <laughs> stood around just like, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, we've assigned our fix. Uh... We each have a theme this week. So Grace's is about machinery. Yeah. Nick's are both musical themed. And mine, I suppose mine doesn't really have a... Food, I think, is mine. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of food in yours. Yeah, because one of them is called Peaches, Apples, and Other Forbidden Fruit. And one is called... One is about being a feeder, so... This, this site is fucking weird, man. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, we're going to take these away and have a read. Um, me and Grace are actually ab- about to go visit next, so we'll be reading these on the train and getting a lot of very strange looks. <laughs> that could be fun. I was hoping we'd rather watch Castlevania, but all right. Oh, we could we could watch Castlevania. I'll, I'll see. We'll, it depends if I can download it on my phone or not. Yeah, it's, by the way, it's this podcast. Um, this podcast is solely the reason... Why I sit in my car at lunch at work and not the canteen. Oh, I, I read loud and proud in the canteen. Sometimes I'll even quote to people. Yeah, I know, but you work in... Um, a strange a place. A strange place. I work in the motor trade. Which can also be a strange place. Uh, it's a very strange place, but I would also be eaten alive. I suppose so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to suggest topics to us, please contact us at thefanshippingforecast at gmail.com, or you can get us on Twitter at the 
something. <laughs> what's our, twi what's our, tw what's our Twitter, guys? At uh, our Twitter is at reviews shipping. All right. <laughs> nice to know. Some sometimes I tweet. Very rarely. We we would like to remind we would like to remind listeners that the shipping forecast is a very meticulously researched podcast. Yeah. Sometimes I forget what we're called. <laughs> if I let me just double check, I got our Gmail right in that shout out. You've been listening to the tangent forecast. The tangent. This. Oh, we've been so bad for that today. Uh, the fan shipping forecast at gmail dot com is our email. Yeah, there it is. I mean, please suggest topics. We're not running out of ideas or anything, but we'd, it'd just be nice if you could participate. I've got a long Google Docs. We're not short on topics, and we'll be fine. But yeah, thank you for listening. Join us next time. Good night. Mm -hmm.